Well, the gospel for this feast of the Sacred Heart is taken from the end of the chapter 11 of the Gospel of Matthew, these very, very rich lines. In the first section, it talks about um, the wisdom that comes to us through faith. Jesus is stating that in, in his praise of the Father, he's saying, uh, Father, you have hidden these things from the wise and revealed them to little ones. That has been your will. Uh, which, first of all, reminds us of a fact. Many of the early disciples of Christ were very simple. They didn't have much of a human learning or culture, education, and yet they had this profound wisdom that comes, that came to them because they were illumined by the Holy Spirit. And so they didn't have a lot of, you know, detailed knowledge about, you know, the laws of um, matter and the world, but they did have the key knowledge of what human life is about, what the world is about, who is God, uh, where are we heading, what's important in life. So you get those fundamentals right, those, if you want, the, the main uh, coordinates of life or the main goals of life. And then it's like, you know, you kind of find your way through the details. Now, in the Catholic tradition, we don't think that human learning is to be rejected. We ideally think that when human learning, science, research, you know, scholarly wisdom, wisdom is placed at the service of faith, then you have the, an amazing combination. Human learning by itself without faith, well, you get maybe, you know, again, again what, what Jesus denounces here as the wise and the learned. A lot of, you know, learning of the laws and the, and the how-to and the wise within the universe, but you lose sight of the fundamentals, the, the end goal, what's really important in life, what should drive us. Um, so ideally you want both, but if you had to choose, choose the wisdom of faith. Don't side with human learning by itself because that will you know um, yeah give us a lot of wisdom about the means and how to do things within this life but get us completely lost about what where we are to go with our lives and the second section in the middle is um, this very profound Trinitarian teaching. All things have been handed over to me by my Father. The Son says, I have received everything from the Father and no one knows the Father except the one that the Son reveals that to. So basically, the Son is Jesus is saying something very striking here. It's not that God decided to do this, uh, revealing himself to the childlike, to the little ones, because um, he just, you know, arbitrarily wanted to do that, but because that's who, how God is. That's the way the Son is. The Son doesn't take any pride in being different from the Father or kind of, um, you know, fashioning a, a sort of own personality as distinct from the Father, right? Like distancing himself so that I, he can be the Son. On the contrary, he says his pride and his glory is to receive everything from the Father, to say, you know what, I have nothing on my own. I, I don't have n anything original, uh, which is counterintuitive, right? Uh, he feels that the more he reflects the son, the father's perfection, the more he the, the son is himself, and so he has that, that sort of humility about about who he God is, right? And so he says, when you're a little one, when you glory in trusting God, and and that's your identity as a, as a child of the Father, you're more like the eternal Son of God. Um, 
that's that's uh, the source of your wisdom is not within your own you know uh, smart mind but because of God God has been guiding you okay finally um, come to me all you who labor and are burdened he addresses you know a suffering humanity a humanity that struggles but especially struggles with uh, two things I think pride is one of them uh, pride is a very heavy burden to carry and the, and the burden of having to provide meaning for your life. If, you, if you're prideful, if you live without God, or you don't quite rely on God's guidance, you have to not just go somewhere, but actually make that somewhere, that destiny, a meaning that you craft for yourself. And that's a terrible burden. And to prove that your life makes sense, like the meaning you create for your life makes sense. And that's, it's an impossible burden. It would be like plain to be God. And it's a very difficult task. Uh, and it's very burdensome, very tiring. At, in the end, because you realize, well, not everybody buys into that, and I just made this up, and so why should I, you know, and, and what happens when I fulfill, even I fulfill my self-made dream, and nobody cares, <laughs> what is, what have I done with my life? So, um, on the contrary, Jesus says, take on my, take on yourself my yoke, the yoke of my love and my commandments. It's not always easy to start with, but as St. Augustine says here, you know, the yoke of humility and the yoke of love and the commandments, even though it's, it's sort of a burden on your back, it's like the weight of wings. It, it's a weight that also carries you, that helps you fly. And so it's not that terribly heavy in the end. So very, you know, uh, I try to pack here uh, as much commentary as I could, but it's a very rich gospel. So take these lines to reflect on uh, how you can receive that um, lightness and that um, that um, help by by placing your burdens at the feet of Christ and and entering the heart of Jesus on this feast.